I love New York. I love New York. Ah, Stephen Lewis. Ah. Rugby wrap up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield. God's gift to rugby, gift a Baylou of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Hi, if you're not familiar with the Rugby Odds, TRO, uh, because you've been in the hospital, you've been in a cave, you've been in a coma, uh, and haven't seen the critics uh, lauding this program as God's latest miracle. What happens is John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifte Belu, rugby's gift to mankind, and now dubbed just the king, uh, they they uh, hang out while I do the heavy lifting and take a look back before we go ahead. So let's look back at what we saw. The Toronto Arrows, the latest hot team in the Eastern Conference, went down to Houston to face the up-and-down Sabercats at the Cats Meow, trademark, that is Avita Stadium. And Houston fans got more than a little catnip to get them giddy as their big cats left broken arrows all over Space City. Houston wins 29-17, but the score was not reflective of the dominance of the home team as they survived a red card and a yellow card and Toronto scoring two garbage tries late in the game. Check out our Major League Rugby highlights preview show to see Canadian Brian Ray in Houston Sabercats colors. And as a result, Toronto does not cover the three points they were favored by in this disappointing loss. Go Sabercats! Utah's Warriors were at home versus the Seattle Seawolves in a battle of teams going in opposite directions and the visitors were the favorites giving the Warriors three points. Seattle took the early lead despite having their captain Ricky Hatting go to the sin bin. Hatting later atoned for his sin by flying like an angel to score a beautiful try pouncing on a ball between two bewildered Warriors. But the home team actually came back and had the lead before eventually succumbing to the increasingly interesting Seawolves. Seattle wins 20-14, covers the three-point spread, and find themselves in that third spot in the West, just a whisker ahead of the purring Sabercats. In Washington, D.C., Old Glory welcomed in the Dallas Jackals. And many Dallas fans were hoping this could be the first win, the Day of the Jackals. But nobody told that to Renata, Roberts, Tanana, and his teammates. Roberts, Tanana put on a stellar performance, as did the rest of the squad in the nation's capital. New coach Nate Osborne has D.C. firing much to the enjoyment of the home crowd, who are likely still hoarse from cheering as the home team scored a point for each of the 50 stars on the nation's flag, which is named Old Glory for those of you that slept through history class. D.C. wins 50-10 to and covers the eight-point spread by a wide margin. The league's best team, 
win-wise, and I make that distinction only to rankle Free Jacks slash Boston area fans, came into Hoboken to play Rugby New York, and their man Bodine Waka, who is MVP of the league this season, and it's got nothing to do with him being on our other show, our Major League Rugby Highlights and Preview show this week, is making all the right decisions. In fact, the only decision he made that suspect is the one that got him that haircut. The Free Jacks built a big lead early and survived a ferocious New York comeback that actually saw the New Yorkers take the lead, but New England steals another victory despite a controversial ending of the match and win 29-26, but do not cover the four-point spread that they were favored by. The San Diego Legion welcomed in Rugby ATL, that other power in the Eastern Conference, and the Rattlers took care of business with the help of two pivotal Legion yellow cards, one for Ma'ananu and one for Chris Bowman. Atlanta kept the heat up on the Eastern Conference leading New England T-Sippers, while San Diego and their cohorts now find themselves under 500 and in fifth place in that crowded playoff race in the West. Rugby ATL wins 30-17 and covers the four-point spread. Okay, now that we're all up to speed, let's take a quick break before we bring in JBL and Gift. Looking for your next vehicle? With Sheehy's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in-store. We make it easy with our award-winning service. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. All right, we're back, and I've got the guys in from the green room, the great John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Johnny Spoons, his name here on the Rugby Odds, and Gift A. Bailu, the New Jersey guy living in Brazil. Gift Welcome, John. Welcome. Okay. It's a second sign language. Okay. Boom. <laughs> All right. I had no idea that Tim Donahue was a referee of that New York game. You bunch of mafia field bullshit. Roller derby fixed sport. There was a try at the end of that game that was disallowed because the referee was in on it. All yes. right. So I was five and one. Gift. We, we know John's crying because he doesn't want to accept this week's wooden spoon with a four and two record. Johnny, take a bow. Johnny Spoons, ladies and gentlemen, four and two. Well, Gift and I were five and one. We were five and one, but you still called me a Jersey guy and I'm a Louisiana guy. Please put this in correctly. You're, I do well, not want this slander in my life. Where did your mom just fly back to? My parents live in New Jersey. They're from, you're from New, New Jersey. Jersey. No further I questions. Have never, I have no associate. Southern guy here, no. all right? Southern guy, like my no. brother John over here. All right, no, that's right. Southern guy. <laughs> so let's go. I tell you what. Let's save some time with the show, okay? With Mister Turtle in a Pacino suit. Let's do this. All right. You're going to come out. You're going to make all kinds of explanations about why you might or might not pick New York, and then you're going to pick, New, pick York, New York. Okay? Oh wait, you, you guys going to pick Nola? You guys are going to pick Nola? Knuckle dragging barbarian. No, no, That's what I'm surrounded by There's here. There's a difference. There's a difference. You pick was, New York every single week. And I picked them. And, and who picked New York correctly this week? Me. Me. Yeah, it was a four-point spread. Tim they Donahue lost by referee. three. I was right. That's what's your problem. A broken clock is right twice a day. Okay. Atlanta hosts Los Angeles. This is a big one. East versus West. Powerhouses, both teams in second places in their respective conferences. And it's Atlanta. 
Given two at the snake pit, John. This is going to be the game of the week. Atlanta was so impressive. They lead the league in tackles and dominant tackles. They are a physical team that just suffocated San Diego. This is going to be a great game, but I think the, the Gilgronis, Giltinis, Gil, whatever the hell they are from the Coliseum, are going to come out to Atlanta and roll them boys. This is going to be the game of the week. Really? But I think the Giltinis are playing on a different level right now. L.A. it is. Gift. Uh, which of the Gill Twins are you t- are you taking the Gill Twins or are you taking uh, the team that you hate the most since they got rid of Scott Lawrence? Look, look. No, it wasn't since they got rid of Scott Lawrence. It's because they exist in a town that copies New Orleans. Anyway, the point is they are still – this is a game that is actually reflecting uh, – it's just a rematch of the championship from last year, two years ago. This is a chance for Atlanta to try and exact their revenge on L.A. for just getting molloped in a championship game. Yeah, last year. That was last year. So I look at this, Atlanta, and I've said I am before, stunned. East- I am absolutely <laughs> stunned that you knew that. I am floored. Yeah. yeah, that's because, see, this is what happens whenever you get it wrong and think people live in New Jersey and not Louisiana. Where <laughs> did your mom fly home to? Look, look, she flew home to the place that New she flew Jersey. home to. I have no association with that aside from familial proximity proximity in it and just like the proximity to that the proximity to atlanta taking on la and coming out the wind is that much closer i don't know how that connected together but i look for atlanta as they continue to follow the trend of the east beating down the west atlanta to be able to get this one uh with the points and and getting the overage Wow, he's got he's go, ahead, east. go ahead and counter now with some freaking Pacino or Eisenhower or Fonzie reference that nobody will get that is under 70. Eisenhower late for the bar tab the other day. Whoa, how you doing, ladies and gentlemen? I'm here all week. Uh I'm I'm going with the uh I'm staying uh, I'm oof, this is a tough one. This is not an easy pick. Uh LA. Tough team. Atlanta, tough team. They went into San Diego to the sports deck and smoked the Legion. Um, with the courtesy of two controversial yellow cards against the Legion, including Tamata Nanu and Chris Bowman. Uh, but it's a big trip. I'm staying east. I'm staying local. I'm going with Atlanta with the two. How about that? You got a problem with that, Layfield? I didn't think so. Next game, New England, the T-Sippers, the Free Jackals, hosting Utah. And Utah, not playing well. John, minus nine, the T-Sippers at home in Quincy. Here's the problem. The T-Sippers have only won one game by double digits. Most of these games, they're allowing teams to get close in the, in the second half. New York could have easily won that game. Of course, the uh, Free Jackals should have covered, but then you had this crooked referee that uh, I've never seen anything like it in my life disallowed the try at the end. Just what are you so talking you- about? <laughs> what are you talking about? How dare you, know you I- question the, the integrity of the referees? Mike Lash. Great guy. Did you ever work with Nick Patrick, referee in the WWE? He was inherently dishonest. Good, really good guy though. There was there was shenanigans going on in the WWE. His dad was the assassin, Jody Hamilton. He was awesome too. I like Nick. And see, during my title reign, I would do a few nefarious things as well. Nick sometimes kind of helped me a little bit. So I think a lot of Nick, but I don't want to bet when Nick's involved in a game, and he was involved in this game. It's like Tim. Are you Donahue still scarred won. from Nick refereeing your losses to John Cena? I did not lose to John Cena. He lost to John Cena four out that of is, six times. Four no, out. That is no. That is that is not true. You see that title up there? You see that title right there? You see that? 
Show him. Basement window. Championship title. All right. Free Jacks, Utah, minus nine. I'm going with the Free Jackals. Uh, these guys, they run the ball well. Uh, they just, for some reason, they let them take their foot off the gas in the second half. Uh, but I think they are a lot better team than uh, Utah. And I think Utah's got a lot, a lot of travel. I think the Free Jackals cover it. And in their second game, they actually have a margin of double digits to win. All right. So you'll be one and one after these two choices, and I'll be two and oh. Gift, who are you taking in this one? Look, you know, I, I feel like there was a power transfer uh, once our, our, our great friend and the greatest coach out there, Nate Osborne, took over Old Glory. Uh, the power that Utah had at one point got absorbed over to Old Glory and they switched places. I don't see Utah just finishing this out. I, I honestly feel like they have basically given up this season upon you, the fire. Will they not finish? Coach. Will they not play in the remaining matches? Is that what you mean? They, by they, 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 they will exist on the pitch. Will they really, you know, put it all in? I, I think they've thrown this one. I think once the playoff contentions is out, they are no longer there. I think they'll probably at the final week, what, week 16, they'll probably try and play a little bit of a spoiler on somebody. But aside from that, I look at New England, and as much as they haven't been able to cover most of the time, most of the time they have, you know, taken their foot off the gas pedal, I, I think this one is going to be kind of a run-of-the-way win, uh, and they'll just end up taking this one points and win all right i think we're going to be unanimous here because i'm i'm taking the free jacks i got kyle sakara on my I'm shirt i'm taking utah now <laughs> just, just, just yeah, I'm take utah now. listen it's a simple formula people send me the merchandise i'll wear it that's end of story they sent me the shirt i'm wearing it and i lost the bet so i have to wear Did it somebody too. send you that suit that you were wearing a couple weeks ago with the butterfly collars next one up dallas Oof, hosting San Diego. San Diego, this is just what the doctor ordered, John. San Diego, minus 20 on the road. That's a lot of points. And at some time, Dallas is going to put a game together and they're going to play pretty well. Unfortunately, I just think they're limited talent-wise or limited depth-wise. San Diego. So you're, this is a long way of going about you're picking against Texas. I'm explaining the rationale. Where are you from? I know the kids from New Jersey, Texas. and you're from Texas. Right next to Louisiana. God bless Amen. Louisiana. <laughs> so you're picking, you're going to pick against, you're going to pick shut California up and I'll pick. over Texas. Shut up and I'll pick. <laughs> Got a whole bag full of shh. Shh. Ooh, ooh, there's no shh. That's a new reference. Just know I have a whole bag of shh with your name on it. You caught it. It was almost too new for you. So, yes, I'm going to pick California over Texas. I think that San Diego's mad. If not, they should be. Look, they, they played a better team, I think, last week. But they've got some players out. I think they come into Dallas and make a statement to try to get back into the playoffs. And I think they roll them boys. As Doc Holliday said to Wyatt Earp. Oh, that's a really new reference. Your hypocrisy the knows no bounds. want their verbiage back. It's called history. And it, it refers to you. Your hypocrisy knows no bounds. Gift, who are you taking in this one? Uh, unfortunately, this Dallas team, this isn't the year. All right. Welcome to the MLR. This was a great introduction. This isn't the year. San Diego, go ahead and get your points. This might be the first time you actually, well, no, you're actually beating somebody you're supposed to beat, not somebody that you're actually supposed to be challenged. So you're supposed to win this one. Win it by the 20 points. If you win by anything less than it, no, the season is as disappointing as it should be considered. So San Diego with the 20, but if you fail it, you basically just don't deserve to have any more games at this point. And they should they not play the remaining? Schedule? No, they shouldn't play anymore after that. <laughs> if they win by less than 20, they should not play any more games. 
And <laughs> just that to test man the panel. is wise as Confucius. <laughs> He's confusing. All hail King Ebalo. The word confusing came out of Confucius's name for a reason. Don't interrupt the king, peasant. Quick question for the panel. In a forfeit, what is the final score in rugby? John? One to zero. Gift. Zero to 20? It was 28-0 because you get four converted tries because it goes toward that whole bonus That's point. That's a stupid points. rule. <laughs> it's a law, A, because rugby doesn't have rules. Like calling these stupid things rounds. Who came up with that idea? We're getting off the track a little bit here, but I'm going with San Diego because a lot of people might say it's going to be this banana peel stupid thing that they're going to underestimate Dallas. No, because Dallas scared the bejesus out of them earlier in the season and almost beat them. So San Diego desperately needs a lot of points because points matter at the end of the year in the differential thing, and they're going to need the bonus point win. They're going to win this one by 30 points. How about that? Next one up. Well, Got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. That's good beer. We are back. Matt McCarthy, Gift A. Bailu, the King, and Johnny Spoons, JBL, John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend. Guys, we got... Uh, my favorite uh, team to pick that angers you, New York, hosting New Orleans. And I know that you guys are, are going to pick New Orleans because you're giving me crap about picking New York. It's New York minus eight, so we don't have to go through this, right? We know that you two are taking New Orleans. John? Hey, let Matt go first. Oh, yeah. look. I love, <laughs> I love Stephen Lewis, and I'm going to tell you some reason, and then I'm going to pick Stephen Lewis. Look, I'm like Matt McCarthy. I'm a, I'm a bear with no brain, <laughs> and I got no pants on. I'm poo. You're saying Winnie the Pooh has no brain? Bear with a little brain? What's the difference? And he's got no <laughs> pants on either. I don't have any what pants on of, right what now. What kind of example is that for kids to have a bear walk around with no britches on? All right, make your pick. Look, Nala's just not having a good year. And I just don't think that they expect to go up to New York and win. And they're not going to win. Uh, New York is a better team. They they kicked the ball well. And even though they had the smaller field, I think that they rolled Nala. They, look, New, New, New York has to win this game. To make get their standard status where they are in the playoffs, New York's going to win this game quite easily, I believe. All right, and just full disclosure, uh, Mr. Steve Lewis and Rick Salizzo did widen the field in Hoboken by 18 feet uh, by using paint and tape and putting stuff over the corners on the track, which was uh, made made it better for New York. But they, I don't think they were yet used to it. But now, now if they got a second game, second crack at that, they might take advantage of it. Gift. Who do you like in this one? For whatever it's worth, I'd said it before. New Orleans is just mentally in a reach in a transition year. All right. They, it, it, too much happened in too short a period of time with too many expectations. And everything's just shifting over to 2023. That's what we're just doing. Shifting to 2023 this week. Look, it's going to be New York. You're going to get New York with the points. New Orleans is 
is in the same bounds as Utah. Checked out. Coach gone. We starting over next year. It's all good. New York, go ahead and take this one. Even though, historically, New Orleans has played New York very well in New York. All right, I'm thinking of taking Utah, um, but they're not playing in this game. So I'm thinking of taking NOLA, but I'm not going to take NOLA. I am going to take New York, <laughs> and I think New York will win by 12 points or better. Hey, Matt, who are you going to choose? Oh, I, 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 I get a pick. I get a pick. Ooh, boy, okay. I, I love Stephen Lewis. <laughs> I'm going to take New York. I love New York. I love New York. Ah, Stephen Lewis. Ah, Austin. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, hosting Seattle. The Seawolves still alive in that playoff hunt. Together they hunt. CJ Broccoli guy, Tony Ridnell, they're all up there hunting for Seattle. But now the big fish is swimming down to Austin, right up that ocean channel, canal, right by the, the Alamo. And it's Austin minus seven at home in this Western Conference class, John. They don't hit like the Bambino. They hit like Josh Gibson. Homestead Gray's jersey. Greatest home run hitter of all time. And Texas is just like that. Them boys are good. Look, I, Seattle's a good team. I mean, a really good team. They've had some great games, and I think it's going to be a terrific game of rugby. But I think Austin's got too much for them. They stretch the field vertically very well. When they get to running, you just can't stop them. I think Seattle's a really well-coached team, but Austin wins this game. Gift, who do you like in this one? There's no doubt. I said it at the beginning of the season. I said it mid-season, and I'll say it again. Austin is the best team in rugby right now. Austin is the best team. They will win the championship this year. The Gill Twins will continue their process of winning before this next year coming up where that hole will collapse again. But in this situation, I look at Austin to be able to easily get this win, but I do see Seattle getting the points. Mm, that's ostentatious. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, think, I think this is going to be one of – I think this is the match to watch this week. Uh, I, I like Atlanta versus Los Angeles. That's a great match to watch. But this one is also a great match to watch. This is a Western Conference battle. Those Seawolves have teeth, and they've shown it. And it was the match to watch, not also a great match to watch. So which one is it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. It's that what you said. So I'm going to go with Seattle covering the spread. Uh, final thoughts, guys. John? Two great games. They're both great games. It's going to be Austin and Seattle. I think that's going to be a terrific game. you got a really well-coached, disciplined team against a team that can flat-out run. And I, I think also in Atlanta, hot Atlanta, you got the Coliseum boys coming in. That's going to be a terrific game. It's a replay of last year's championship. I think uh, L.A. wins this, but either way, it's going to be a great game to watch. Gift. Look, one, shout out to our boy Nate Osborne for basically turning around this old glory team in basically within a week and just shows to the absolute prowess as he is as uh, a coach. And I'm glad that John and I were able to discover him first and be able to bring him on to the show because, you know, you know, who would have known? But secondly, secondly, you know, Atlanta and, and L.A., look, the East is going to be taking out in the midday of these play in these regular seasons. But, but the Guild Twins continue on to the championships. Watch as I say it. Well, you know, we talk about growing the game in America and kids playing and uh, generations of kids now playing. And one of those kids was on the pitch, Liam Fawcett, the son of the butcher, Dylan Fawcett. And his nickname was the Cleaver. And we have video of him walking in shoes for the first time on the pitch after the match. And if I'm, if I'm Gary Gold of Team USA, I'm already signing this kid up. 
On that note, guys, I want to thank you, Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Johnny Spoons, his newest iteration, his newest character, and the gift to rugby and mankind, the king. Gift a Belu, my fellow Jersey boy. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our weekly newsletter. Sign up on, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. And please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby highlights and previews show and the College Rugby Wrap-Up. And please sign up for our American Red Cross blood donor team.